Welcome to our story of an impossible debt. Where first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes paying off your student loan debt. My wife and I paid off $120,000 of student loans living in expensive Orange County, California. Yes, it's a lot of money. Yes, it took sacrifice. And yes, we're crazy. We never knew how big of a decision this would be, but we always knew it would be worth it. So follow us on our journey and how we made the impossible possible. Hey everyone, welcome back. On today's episode, we are talking about how we ended up downsizing and we moved to Orange County and we saved a lot of money in the past year. Yeah, I mean, we saved anywhere between fifty dollars to $60,000. And this is after being stagnant for a couple of years. It was after having a plan in place or an idea in place that we wanted to pay off your debt in 2016-17 and then just kind of not doing anything with that money that we had for three years. And so for those three years, it was one of those things where we were just really complacent and we traveled, we maybe wanted to buy a house. And so we were so indecisive that we didn't know what we wanted to do. And so therefore it led us to do nothing. And ultimately I think we wasted a ton of money along the time. And so we just kind of wanted to give you that quick recap to tell you where we're at now, because now it's where it gets serious. We decided to move into your brother's house And it was the smallest place that I've ever lived in. I mean, it was probably 500 square feet, if that. Again, super blessed that we have a place to live in and provide and all that stuff. But we knew ultimately why we were doing it. We knew ultimately we were doing it so we can decrease our expenses. So therefore, we can throw more money towards this debt. Because at this point, we had, I think it was like maybe $80,000, $85,000 in the bank, which is still a great amount of money, but a whole lot less than from when we started. And so we, we decided it was September, October of 2020. And we just said, you know what, let's do it. Your brother called us up. And so we just said, we said, let's do it. And so we moved in that month of, I think it was the end of September, early October. And so I want to know, like, what did you feel when we moved in? Cause I, I know what I felt. Well, I know it was hard for me. I think, I think I was the one more so telling you, I don't think we can do it. It's small. We have a baby. We have a crib. We all, we have all of his toys. He needs to play. And you're like, no, we can do it. Like we can do it. We can sell everything. So we were living in the pandemic, obviously. So it's 2020. Also, we ended up selling a bunch of stuff. We sold like our dresser, our TV console. We sold, like I said, we, it just, it was crazy. It felt like we were. And I think the reason we sold all that stuff was because we kind of talked about it and we said, well, this wasn't going to be stuff that we would potentially even take to when we did decide to buy new properties. Our idea was that we would just kind of let go of everything and start fresh when we did have a, a house. Yeah. And we sold like one of our couches. Again, we were just on this rampage of just selling. And then um, I even, I mean, even before that, I know we were both just quiet even during dinner or you know and we we knew what we were thinking i knew what you were thinking what was i thinking just that we can i don't know if we can do this or maybe we can do this but we came we saw the place we said it would it would work we would make it work and i think just one time i think i looked at you and i'm like we can do this we can make it work well all those times that we were that we were quiet and it wasn't a whole lot but those times honestly what i was doing is i was just running numbers you know i was running numbers of of what we would potentially be saving by moving in here. And I just thought like, man, if that, if those numbers were true, that would be so awesome to kind of, to be able to save that every single month. And we're going to talk about those numbers later on in this episode. And at this point we weren't paying into my loan. 
So going back, it was probably like April of 2020 when payments stopped. So we weren't paying my student loan. And so we were thinking, okay, with not paying and then all the money that we're saving, plus I had gotten a new job. And with the pay increase, we were, again, you were probably like running again those numbers in your head. And so we didn't, we had a, a, a guesstimate of maybe we'd probably be here for about two years, three years just to save and um, also get our emergency fund. And um, we ended up moving and it, it was small. Again, we we made it work. What did you think the first night you were here or the first week? I don't know. I, I can't. I mean, I know it was it was an adjustment for me. And I mean, my parents house is small. And so I think more so you, I think it was probably more out of your comfort zone. Like, I feel like I can live anywhere just because my parents house was small to begin with. It's like a two bedroom, mm-hmm. one bath. But you, I feel like you were coming out of a bigger home and i just thought like he's not gonna like it he's it's it's out of his comfort zone but again it was all about that sacrifice i just remember that the thing that sucked for me was not having a legitimate kitchen i I remember like you know me i like to cook so it was it was super hard just that whole adjustment was just frustrating because it was like first world problem right like poor you, you didn't have a kitchen to cook. I mean, we had a kitchen. It was just super small. There's like, no island. There's no island. There's no countertop. I mean, there's a little, space. There's a little countertop, but it was taken up by, you know, a microwave and our curate. Uh, yeah. Our coffee machines and the toaster, stuff like that. So yeah, it was just, it was taken up by stuff. And so I was given like a little block of literally like the size of a, of a cutting board is what I was working with. And so it was interesting for sure. But you just, again, it's that same thing that we always talk about in life is that you got to do what you have to do. And ultimately you're going to adapt. You're going to adapt because you have to, there's no other choice. And that's what we did. We adapted in so many different aspects in our, in our journey here, because, you know, I think it was not only adapting for me, it was adapting to the size and, you know, the weirdness of possibly living with your brother, which is fine. You know, like he's the type of person that wants his boundaries and, and we're the type of person that want our boundaries too. And, and so we respect that. But I think ultimately, like those are my issues, you know, the space aspect of it. But for you, it was the spending aspect. I, it had to be, you know, because it was one of those things where now when we were in the the rental before this in the on our house and we were and I was always running numbers I knew it was possible and so that's why that's why I was so quiet it's because it was almost like it was game time it was time to go and I was ready to just come in here make the move move in uh get make it like our home but at the same time like hone in on that budget and seriously get going on this debt because again I knew what numbers we could produce so we also started budgeting which was like a huge change in our life. Again, like you mentioned before, we were pretty good with money, but we never really budgeted on paper. And I think for you, you were probably thinking, okay, this girl's probably going to explode or something's going to happen. Because even when we were at our other rental, I was spending, I was buying baby stuff, Amazon, Target. I mean, again, we were just, I mean, I wasn't even, we weren't going out just because we didn't want to get sick as well. So we were just ordering stuff. And you know, that's something that I enjoy doing is just buying baby stuff and looking at baby stuff. And so I think you were probably thinking, okay, it's going to be tough on this girl, right? To give you guys a, like a glimpse, and we're going to dive into the, the numbers later on, but in our budget, 
I mean, what did we budget for for like our fun play money? It was kind of all the same thing, right? It's like three hundred dollars. It was I, wasn't it two fifty? And play money included just if we wanted to everything buy food, Starbucks, but that was our yeah that was our bulk was like right. play money is just. That's the free money for us to spend on whatever we thought we can get. And that's that's not a lot of money. <laughs> I, the way I like to look at it is it was 2% of our budget. 2%. That was such a small dollar amount. You know, I think people spend $300 in like a weekend or in a couple of days when they go out, you know? That number to us, at least for me, was just, really, we're going to get $300 a month. And you love your Starbucks and you love your... All that stuff, which again, you could have it. And I kind of gave you the free reign. I was like, if you spend most of this money, like that's cool with me. I don't care because I'm, I'm working from home. I'm not going out really. Asher and I are just here. So if you want to enjoy that stuff, go ahead. But you know, at the same time, it was like, we had all those conversations, right? Where it was like, come the end of the month, if there's nothing there, because you wanted to go to Starbucks and you wanted to do all these things, that's it. There's nothing else left. And I think that was the scary part for me was that I didn't want to be like this dictator I didn't want to be this person that was in control of, of everything. Like I wanted you, I wanted you to get to the point where you would say, okay, Andrew, like I'm with you on this. I don't want to, I don't want to overspend because then it's going to affect us in the end of the month. And that was my issue is that I didn't know what you, how you were going to react to it because at the beginning of the month, of course we had a set budget amount, a set dollar amount, and then you would start spending right away. And we had, we kind of had to have those talks of like, okay, Hey, listen, I'm not mad at you for spending this stuff. But just be aware of what's going on. And because I didn't want you to be at the end of the month to tell me, hey, you know, why don't, why, why can't we do this? I'm like, well, I didn't, like, I didn't want to be like that, that dad yeah. to, to sit down and have those conversations with you. Like you're a grown adult. And so you've got to make these decisions for our family. It was really hard for sure. I mean, again, just because I was the one who was out, I had started a new job. So I think the reason that it was so hard was because, again, the numbers were, were really hard to just look at and understand that we were um, we were only given a certain dollar amount to spend on our fun money, on our going out money, like on the weekend or whatever that may be. But like this is this is where it got super intentional for me is that when we had that conversation in our previous rental, like right when your brother called us, there was no playing around with me. You know me and you know how intentional I can get with certain things when I put my mind to it. And so when when we had that talk and we, when we decided like this is what we're going to do, like we talked about that, remember? And we said, hey, don't get mad at me if if this does look like a dictatorship, because we're both agreeing to make this choice together to move in, to move into your brother's house, to live on like super, super low amount or to be able to spend a super low amount temporarily, right? It wasn't forever. It but felt like forever. It, well, it did. But, and you know what? It did. But like, I remember that we, that we did have months where where we had to have that conversation where it was like, maybe, you know, you're spending too much. And that, that was tough because you had this new job. You, you were killing it in this new job. Like you had this awesome raise. And so I felt bad being the person to like have to hone us in on this. But at the same time, the, the reason we made this move was to pay off this debt. And so if I said, okay, we can do it in a year or less than a year, which we'll get into that later. That's what I was going to do. Nothing was getting get in my way because again, we did decide to make this crazy move. Like nobody else would do this and nobody else would do it and nobody else would make that sacrifice because it's such a big change. Such a behavioral change. So why do you say it's such a behavioral change? It's kind of going back to what I do, you know, what I do work-wise. And so 
we had to change our thought process. We had to change our the way we behaved, the way we um, just the way we made our purchases. We it, it was that's all behavioral, and so I feel like we had to say no to like our impulse, our impulse purchases. Or, that's definitely an episode that we're going to get into later on because that's kind of where you shine is the mental health aspect of all this stuff. But I, I'm kind of I'm kind of hitting you hard here because that was a reality. Like that's where we started from. But if you fast forward to where we're at now, you've made a completely different change in the sense of how you spend, how you budget. Like you do all the budgeting now. I'm always the one telling you like, hey, can you just go in there and do everything? I think at first it wasn't fun for me, again, just because I would see that we did have certain budgets on everything and we would spend more on other things that I was like, yeah, you know, um, again, it was it was something that was really, really hard for me to to stick to. but. In the end, I would agree that it was worth it, and I'm so glad that it's done and over with. And we're still we're still on a budget, and we have our goal, and we're making it happen. I mean, what do you what would you say that we track our expenses every day, or at least every day that we make a purchase? At least every and if we don't, if we're not on top of it that same day, I think within the two days we make sure that we track it. Yeah, and even with that, like we have a bunch of days where we don't spend any money. And there's sometimes when we go over, not going to lie, but we go over and I'm able to say like, well, I'm not going to do my dry cleaning this month. So let's take that out. And then that'll kind of. We go over now because now we're, we've paid off the debt right? and we have our emergency fund. And so technically now we're saving for our house. And so, yeah, there's instances now when we go over, but that first year where we were paying off that debt. Oh, we weren't. Oh, we weren't. We weren't. I mean, maybe we went over like a couple of dollars because it's again, it's hard to figure out what you're going to spend on groceries or whatever that may be. But our play money, three hundred dollars was three hundred dollars. We never went over that really. And we weren't eating out. We hardly were going to restaurants. Oh, we never went to restaurants. I mean, this was probably still like where we didn't feel safe going to nail salons, hair salons. We weren't really treating ourselves we weren't really taking care of ourselves and that aspect of like haircuts and nails so we really really saved a lot i think because of that too we could have honestly got there quicker too that first year where we were here and we were paying off the debt before we even paid off the debt like one of our biggest expenses is our is our church and our tithing and and all that stuff and so we would always look at each other and we're like man if that was just wasn't there then, you know, for sure we could have knocked this out a lot faster, but that's just something we weren't really to, are ready to compromise in for, for us and our family. Right. And so we understand if you're not there, it, it's totally okay. You know, we, we understand every single household is, is just that you guys are in control of your own money there. But for us in our house, like we were, we made that a priority. And matter of fact, it's one of the most important things in our budget. Just is, giving in general. It's giving in general, whether it's to our church or any kind of organization. That's something that we really, really pride ourselves in. I think the most important thing about what we did this past year was that we had a plan and like we trusted the plan. For once, finally, we, we've got something down on paper. Finally, we got a budget that makes sense. Finally, we're executing it the way we told each other we were going to execute it. And it was like the first month we were here, it was October or November or whatever. We did really well. And then it was December. We probably had a little hiccup in December for Christmas. But I just know that January straight on, it was like, it was such a smooth process to make our budget, to stick to our budget. And well, other than the play money part, right? But everything else was just a smooth operation. And it was, it was almost like the hardest part was just, okay, let's get to that end point. Let's get to that day when we can finally pay these loans off. Like what was the hardest thing for you? Uh, for sure, it was the no, spending aspect of it. But 
Like what, what else was hard for you? Because I love to shop. And so for me, it was like I was so used to spending things. And especially in my career, I want to wear nice clothes to work. I want to have a nice purse, things like that. It was like you telling me I cannot do that. And like that, that was all I would see was that you were telling me like, no, I cannot do this. And so. But do you understand like how that would kind of irritate me too, in the sense that I would tell you, no, the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, why is she even asking me? Because again, we had made that agreement of. We did. We did. But it was still something so hard for me to give up. So I had to blame someone. Mm. It was just, I don't know if it was like just human nature, but it's like I had to blame someone and and you were that person that I had to blame. You never told me that, that it was, it was almost like you just had to blame somebody else. And so you wouldn't. Hmm. I, I never, I never thought of it like that. I was always just looking at like the numbers aspect for sure. I was looking at how can I have this conversation with my wife in a way where she's not going to take it the wrong way. Of course, I've, I always kind of look at things like that, but at the same time, I'm more numbers driven and I was more focused on the execution. And I think that's, that's, that's completely normal. Like that's what marriage is. That's what two different people are. And I think the hardest part is, is obviously when you're married, it's, It's like, you're my other half. We have to talk about it. We have to be on the same page with almost, I mean, everything. We have to be on the same page with everything. And sometimes we're not. And we've had arguments. I think last year we had a lot of arguments, again, because of the spending. But I think because growing up, and which we'll talk about later as well, I think I was given everything growing up all my life. And so for, for now being married and for you to put a stop to that, it was hard on me because again, no one would tell me no. And so it's, it was, it was one of those things where it was really hard on me. And there was times where maybe I would go to the store, let's say like on my lunch break or something. And, and I just wanted to get something, maybe like a purse or something. And sometimes I'm like, I want to just buy it. And I don't care what he says. It's my money. But then I would say, no, like we need to stick to this plan. But there were some times where I wanted to just kind of throw the towel and be like, I just I just need it. Like, it's just something that I need in my life. And so, you know, moving forward today, I don't think that anymore. Like, I mean, we obviously go based off of things that we need. And again, we can have another conversation of needs versus wants. But I feel like I'm so much more in a better place. Like you mentioned, now I'm tracking the expenses. And I think it's it's so weird that it's happened now post paying the debt where I feel like I'm now motivated more so today to get our house. That's where I'm at too. It's like we, we paid off this debt and you would agree, right? Like we're enjoying life a little bit more for sure. We've added more money into that uh, play money. We bumped it up from about 300 to 500. So that gives us, you know, an extra 200 bucks to play with. And so for sure, there's a little bit more uh, leeway in our budget that month, but we're still not going crazy. No. In the sense, it's still like, I think only three or 4% of, of, of our income. And so your income's interesting. Like, I want to talk about that because through this whole process, don't you feel like everything just kind of lined up perfect? I don't want to say perfectly because nothing's perfect in this world, but it was like your brother called us right when our lease was over. We made the move. Right when we made the move, you got this new job. You got this, this, this huge increase in pay that, that was able to, help us out. You were making, you're making more money than I am. And so I got to the point where things were just getting better. Like they, they sucked in the sense that it was hard for us, but it was getting better financially. 
I felt like we were getting better the way we're communicating with our stuff or issues, even though there was still problems, we were getting better in communication and ultimately getting to our goal was getting easier. And then your brother comes up to us one day and says, I'm going to do an addition to the house. Okay. Like that was super generous for him to even think about us to do it when we were here. And that was like a quick, that was like a two month project that they added two more little rooms to this place. And it made a huge difference. It did. Like it, it just opened it up for not only for Asher, but it kind of just gave us more breathing room too. It, it was definitely nice. So I want to talk about like paying off the loan because we had this money in the bank. And now fast forward, we, where we moved into your brother's house in October of 2020. What month did we pay off your student loans? It was August of 2021. Did you, cause you were on break, right? Being working for the school districts, you were off then. And that's what it was is that we, do you remember that? Like I was saying, let's just pay it off now because we had the money. Our goal was like, okay, in one year, we're going to get from 80,000, which we had in the bank to the 119. I don't even know the exact number, but it was like 119.5. And so we said in one year, we're going to get there. And then we got there in in less than that. We got there in August. Plus we had our emergency fund too. So I don't know. Yeah. So then our, our emergency fund, we were able to save that within like the next two months. And so that's why we said we were able to save and pay off between 50 to 60,000 because not only was it the the student loans that we paid off, but then we were just, we just steamrolled into the, the, the emergency fund. And now we're making a big dent into our house purchasing, our down payment for our house. But you know, we live, so we live in California, Southern California for that. So everything is, it's, it's like, you see, I don't know if you guys watch the show flip or flop on HGTV, but it's like every little small house that you go see, it's like $800,000. And that's the reality of where we're at right now. And so we're going to save up a good amount for that down payment, but that's really our next goal. So how much were we saving monthly? So I think we were saving, I know for sure we were saving four to $5,000 a month. And it would vary again, just because sometimes we, in our budget, we had, I don't know if you want to share a little bit, but we had, obviously we gathered, our, we put our income together and then we would go down the list of um, what we had expense wise. And then, so obviously rent, like utilities, things like that. Well, it was, it was, it, it was the first thing was giving, giving, and then it was rent and then it was holiday stuff, gifts, gifts, things like that. Yeah. And it was all the important stuff. And it was only, it was only the necessities. It wasn't anything else. Like, so then we had like life insurance in there, which we do have. We had like identity theft. We have all that stuff to cover us, which I really recommend everybody as a money coach. I really recommend everybody to get, but I mean, we weren't, we didn't have any kind of categories in our budget that were crazy to the point where it was going to throw us off. And we did that intentionally and on purpose. Yeah, I mean, even going back to the clothing part of it, we only had $50 for clothing and that was just necessity. That's a lot. Oh my gosh. Exactly. This is, guys, this was our argument every time. It was, I get it. The girls like shopping. I, I can care less. So the funny thing now looking back at it is that all of our arguments were based off of money. That's what it was. I mean, yeah. But again, it was just money. That's why we would argue. I mean, again, and, and obviously because of the budget, because we were on a strict budget, but it all came down to us arguing because of money. It was hard, but we made it happen. And the crazy thing is that sometimes when I would get upset at you, I'm like, okay, we can get over this. We're just talking about money. We're arguing over money. Why, why, why? Okay, but here's my question though. So we told everybody about, you know, where we started how we got here. Now we're in August of 2021. We like supercharged our debt payoff day. We, we beat it, which was awesome. 
now that you you don't have that $120,000 hanging over you. Before it was like, you had the mindset of, you know what, I don't care. It'll get paid off eventually. We'll deal with it later. Now when that it's not there, do you feel any more comfort, any more relief, or do you still wish you had that cash? Because there's a part of me that still wishes I had that cash. Of course, but that, that's like my flesh. That's like the devil person on my shoulder speaking to me of like, that's so much money. That could have been your house. Obviously, that's the behavioral aspect of me wanting the house. So would you go back and knowing what you know now, would you go back and change that plan? I don't think so, because I feel like we've we want to be that different couple of, hey, let's take care of our finances first. Obviously, let's give. Let's take care of our finances. Let's get rid of our debt. And I'm one to say now that the new American dream is now to be debt free. And so I think that we're now on board that we can finally feel like we have that weight off our shoulders. But I feel like maybe you have that feeling more than I do just because you were so much more on top of it and you were the leader of this. So the day that we paid it off was like any other day for me. It was a random day. It was let's Let's do it today. And so that's my point. Like it, to me, there wasn't this magical moment like, oh my gosh, $120,000 are out of our life. No, I think I was so focused on the plan that I knew it was going to be gone. So then when I knew we had the money, I was like, okay, let's pay it off now. Done. Next step. I wasn't the type of person to celebrate like that because I knew A, that was cool that we did that. But B, we've got something else to go to next, which was our emergency fund. And then when we had the emergency fund, it was like, okay, cool. Let's go to the next thing now, which is the house. And there's, so there's always going to be something to go after. And so maybe that's like a fault of mine that I should celebrate the little wins. We had a little celebration. Yeah. I think you just did a, a thing on social media and it was like, hey, we just did it. You know, We had a nice dinner. So I think that that was kind of cool, but I, I don't regret it one bit. I mean, I you got to remember, I view things in the in the sense of what's the best thing for our family. And so if something were to ever happen to me and you guys were stuck with this debt, I would have felt so bad knowing that you guys still have to worry about that. And even though life insurance is there and you would have been covered and all that stuff, like it's just something else that I didn't want you guys to have to worry about. It's it's just part of this legacy journey that we're in for our kids. And we want it to be, we want to be able to put them in the best position possible. And for us and our family, that's what we thought it was. It was just being debt-free and it was being in a place where we can start saving for their college, start doing all this other stuff. And that's where we're at now. It's just such an awesome place to be in. And talking to other people who are in the similar situation as us, that we're paying off fifty, a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. They all say the same thing. It's that okay, cool, it's gone. And we want to be that generational change again because we went when we went to college. We, I mean, obviously, I had loans, and I know you worked, and it was a little bit different for you. But we we want to be that change for our kids, and then also, like you say, like what's the legacy that we're going to leave, and hopefully, they understand the values that we instill in them and the concepts of paying everything up front. That way, when they have kids, they can do that. So we want to hear in the comment section, let us know what you think about our debt-free journey now that you know what we did, how we did it, and especially why we did it. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have any questions, please comment. We hope you enjoyed this. We hope you enjoyed our journey. Please stick around as we continue to discuss all these types of topics, whether it's within the mental health field, the finance field. Listen, we're just going to get really, really raw and talk about how it is living with a mental health therapist and a financial coach.